This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. If you're one of the many Americans who have kids as well as aging parents, you're in the so-called sandwich generation. And that means thoughtful estate planning is necessary to protect your entire family. You should have your estate planning in order so that if something should happen to you, someone else can step in your shoes and help manage the care of your parents and make sure your kids are being taken care of. Then, a recent study shows that even when a young person is arrested as a minor, their mothers never lose hope that the child will grow to be an upstanding member of society. Even if your child just got arrested, you might be really frustrated with them. That doesn't change the long-term goals and hopes and plans that you have for that child. Those two interviews and more are coming your way on this week's show. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Are you a member of the sandwich generation? Those who have kids as well as aging parents? If so, we have some essential advice that can protect your family in the years ahead. With the story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is estate planning attorney Catherine Hodder. She's also the author of Estate Planning for the Sandwich Generation, How to Help Your Parents and Protect Your Kids. So let's start with the sandwich generation. Most of us have probably heard the term, but just tell us how you define that. Well, the general term refers to people in their 40s and 50s who have young children or perhaps grown children that they still financially support, as well as a top layer of aging parents. And either they are physically caring for the parents or at the very least worried about them as they age. And what makes the sandwich generation unique in terms of estate planning? If you are in the sandwich generation, you have a lot of people who depend on you. So the first thing is that you should have your estate planning in order so that if something should happen to you, someone else can step in your shoes and help manage the care of your parents and make sure your kids are being taken care of, as well as looking at estate plan for how it will help you in caring for your parents. So when your parents face incapacity or extended hospitalization that you or another member of the family or a trusted person can step in and help them manage their finances or get access to their medical information, make medical decisions. And, you know, for end of life, if your parents have a living will or advanced medical directive, that takes a lot of pressure off of the children to make end-of-life decisions for them. So really you're aiming at estate planning not only for the sandwich generation, but for their parents as well. Yes, and also, you know, there's certain things you should do if you have young children, for example, naming guardians, because if you don't do that yourself, it is up to a busy court who doesn't know you, doesn't know your children, doesn't know your family dynamics to make that decision. Now, you write about 10 steps needed to create an estate plan. We probably don't have time for all 10, but maybe you can touch on some of the more important steps that you recommend. I'll tell you sort of the top four. For example, getting a will, a financial power of attorney, a medical power of attorney, an advanced medical directive, or what is called a living will, as well as checking your beneficiary designations because Beneficiary designations operate outside of your will's instructions. And I would say the final thing would be communication, meaning put important legal, financial, and medical documents in one place. 
This sounds like quite a leap because many people haven't even done the basics of having a will, and yet there are many other documents that are necessary too. Yes. From personal experience, my father had a 10-year battle with Alzheimer's, and it wasn't until I went through that and I understood about estate planning documents, how they're important, but it's only till you live it that you realize how critical they are. When you're dealing with a family crisis, you know, things are thrown into chaos. With the estate planning documents we had, it made things run more smoothly. So, for example, I was out of state when my father was hospitalized. I was able to get information about him, even though I was nowhere near him. One of the things that is necessary when you choose a power of attorney is designating the right person. Now, if someone is, for example, divorced or single, what do you recommend there? How do they go about choosing the right person? I think a lot of people have the fear that, oh, I need to have somebody who has a CPA or is a financial guru. You really do need somebody who is responsible because within that durable power of attorney, they may not know how to file complicated taxes, but they would have the power to hire somebody to do the tax work. So the most critical thing for a financial power of attorney is finding someone you trust. Would the person you choose for the financial power of attorney be the same person you chose for the healthcare power of attorney? Not necessarily, and that's actually a good thing because certainly if you have somebody who can handle financial things as well as you know understand your medical situation and you feel comfortable that they can handle the medical piece, that's terrific. But it's also terrific in the fact that you could name somebody who you feel really understands finances and sort of thinks the same way you do, and then have a different person to be responsible for your health care decisions. Our guest on InfoTrack is estate planning attorney Catherine Hodder, and we're discussing her book, Estate Planning for the Sandwich Generation, and what we need to know to help our parents and protect our kids in terms of estate planning. You also write about five talks that adult children need to have with their aging parents. What are those five topics that need to be covered? Yes, in talking with your parents, they should be ongoing conversations rather as one big intervention. So the talks I cover is the financial talk about maybe what estate planning documents they have or don't have at this point, what their financial situation is for their end of life. You know, do they have enough money to live on or do you need to look at other things like Medicaid planning as well as healthcare issues. So healthcare is another talk to have with your parents, such as what is their current health status, what conditions you may need to prepare for. Do they have a healthcare power of attorney? You know, who would make decisions for them? There's an aging talk, such as where are you going to live through the various stages of your life? There's an end of life talk, and that really speaks to the advanced medical directive or living will, meaning what precautions or what steps, measures do you want taken if you're faced with a terminal illness or an end stage illness for which there's no cure? That's important because you really don't want to be making those decisions. You want only to follow your parents' instructions. And then the final piece, you know, it's not all gloom and doom. The final piece is the family legacy. So talk about great family traditions or recipes that you want to preserve. Get the stories about their life. Capture those great moments that can be passed down in history. One thing you mentioned a few moments ago that I thought was a particularly good piece of advice was the in-case-of-emergency binder. Yes. Uh, Talk a little more about that, how important that is, because uh, it can be a real mess if people don't know where documents are that are important. Yeah, it absolutely is important. If you get a call from the hospital, you have one place to look for your parents' medical power of attorney, the medications they take, as well as if you need to access their bank account, 
their durable power of attorney, their financial power of attorney. And I encourage when I was practicing, I would give my clients that binder to say, here's where you put all your stuff with sections. On my website, I have forms and suggestions about putting together a binder because not only is it important in an emergency, but you want to preserve important pieces of information. So for example, if your family doesn't know that you have a life insurance policy, when you pass, the insurance companies are not obligated to notify the beneficiaries. It's a beneficiary's job to contact the insurance company, provide a death certificate, and file a claim. So put information about the life insurance policy because you never know if it gets lost in the shuffle somewhere. I'm sure to many listeners, this sounds almost overwhelming. It's something that obviously takes time and planning and advice. It's not something you can do over a long weekend, right? No, and it's like eating an elephant. You have to take one bite at a time. It can be overwhelming if you think about, I have to make all the decisions for my life. But really, estate planning documents are set up that once you set them up, they really can handle a lot of future life events. It's something that every five years you might want to review, or if you move to a new state, you might want to just take a look at to make sure the beneficiaries, the people you named to make decisions are still the people you'd like. But it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Catherine Hodder, estate planning attorney and author of Estate Planning for the Sandwich Generation, How to Help Your Parents and Protect Your Kids. Catherine, do you have a website? Yes, it's Hodder, H-O-D-D-E-R, Inc., I-N-K, dot com. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks so much. It's been a pleasure. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, even when the worst happens to a kid, their mothers never lose hope for a better future. That story, coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead.